our business doesn't take out any debt with the exception of our buildings. Just like if you were, you know, he would say, uh, don't use any credit cards until uh, unless you know unless we're a 15 year purchase on your house our business has done that and it has been so freeing for our business because i don't have to worry oh the finances financing is coming due on this or what if the government does this um, it's been really really helpful for our business um, and even when i've looked back when i haven't followed his curriculum to the t we've taken a little bit of debt here a little bit of debt here um, even if it worked out it didn't feel good it's kind of like the little lie that kind of gets you forward, but you don't feel good. And so the more I look at what he's teaching, I'm like, he's spot on. Well, welcome to the Consultant of the Coach podcast. I'm here with my good buddy, Josh. How are you? Doing great. How are you, sir? I've had an amazing weekend. Hey. Uh, we're making progress. We just finished the Lencioni book and all the applications. That's right. And thinking what we were going to do next, I wanted to jump into what I believe is um, at least among Christian spheres, one of the most influential Christian business books, mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. least for sure within the last 10 years. Yep. Uh, we're jumping into Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership, which is now over 10 years old. But um, great devotion going into it. What, what, what scripture do you have for us this morning? Sure. Let's talk about uh, 1 Peter 5, 2. Shepherd God's flock among you, not overseeing out of compulsion, but freely according to God's will, not for the money, but eagerly. And uh, I mean, I think that's a great devotion, right? Because it's reminding oh, yeah. us that we're really all about things that are bigger than us. And, and when we lead businesses, it's not about the money, but it's about the families we care for. Dave talks a lot about that. Just the importance of knowing that, you know, your responsibility is, is large and, and your influence is, is much bigger than you think, right? But way bigger. And that's why he uses that mm -hmm. scripture verse to jump into this book, because it's not only, let's say you have a team of 10 or I have a team of 75, it's not even just those 10 people. Mm -hmm. It's those people, mm -hmm. and most of them have significant others or mm -hmm. spouses mm -hmm. or kids. It mm -hmm. is way larger than that. Yeah. And he, it, First Peter 5 says, shepherd the flock. Yeah. He tells a good story in there too, right? About There was a company picnic where he had had, mm -hmm. um, I think it was, um, it was they, they set it up because they knew they had so many young families, something like 79 kids, 10 and under or something. And so there were kids just everywhere yeah. this thing right and he was talking to his son about it and his son wanted to leave and he said look you know you can't leave because this is the responsibility we have as a family you know that you know as he said if i screw up you know these families are impacted in fact he told the son if you screw up right, it, it <laughs> you go get you know in trouble for something it can impact these families so you know don't don't carry your responsibilities lightly which, mm -hmm. I, which I thought was uh thoughtful so I stumbled upon Entree Leadership. It was well over 10 years ago. I don't even know if I've told you this story. I was getting my second master's degree, and I, I, I wanted to leave the field I was currently in. I was uh, you know, running a medical supply, and I was, I was looking into moving back into full-time pastoral ministry. But I still had this business to shepherd. And I was driving back over to Seattle. Uh, Seattle is about two and a half hours from Yakima, Washington, where we're at. And... Um, in the process, I stumbled upon this podcast called Entree Leadership. Hmm. And the reason why I wanted to leave my business was because I, it was frustrating. I knew how to do things, but I didn't, I mean, I have an English history degree. I have a master's in divinity. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I never had the business background that I needed to run a business. Mm -hmm. We had not yet, I mean, otherwise you would have just been helping me left and right. I stumbled upon Entree Leadership and what I loved about it is this is arguably the best book 
to help a business if you don't have an MBA. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have mm -hmm. all the business mm -hmm. degrees, and that's what I absolutely loved. Written in just plain old mom and pop language, it's just like, if my dad knew everything about business, this is what he would be telling me. This is how you take care of employees. Right. So now I've read this book probably literally over 10 times because mm -hmm. I also teach mm -hmm. it to my staff. Yeah. Last night or this last weekend was the first time you read it. What was your first impression as you read it as a first timer? Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, to your point about helping businesses, I think one of the things that um, I like about this book is it helps to frame many of the problems small business owners are dealing with, mm -hmm. right, in ways that you would never need to hire a consultant, right, which in some ways is a good thing, yeah. right, because, mm -hmm. you know, I work with a lot of large companies, very complex, messy problems, you know, these are ones that require immense, you know, some of the words he used around, you know, sizing the problem or decision, you know, good, good uh, counsel such as, you know, take a decision, a big decision slowly, right? And obviously when, when you work with large companies and you get, you know, large um, seven-figure, eight-figure, nine-figure decisions that I help them work through, right, you take those slowly, thoughtfully, right, as they should. Um, and at the same time, you know, he talked about, you know, when he was a small company and had to make a, what was it, like a $7,500 IT system or a phone upgrade or something like that, like that was a big decision for them, right? It was a big decision, but you also shouldn't need to hire a consultant for that, right? Mm -hmm. And so Absolutely. I thought it was really helpful because it was a it was a very helpful guide for a lot of the people I know, people I've talked to, worked with, who are, when they're in small companies and, and don't have the budget or the need, really, um, to hire a consultant for those large things, it gives them kind of the grounding of how do you go about doing this without that, right? Mm -hmm. Which is great, right? It sort of frees them from, with that MBA knowledge, like you said, for those smaller companies and then where... Um, and then where it begins to help, you know, direction, you know, put you in the right direction is, okay, now as your company grows and you get to certain levels, you're probably going to need more help with some of that bigger stuff. Absolutely. But it gets you a lot further. But it gets further. you from point A Absolutely. to point B. And I would even say from point B to point C. Now, by the time you get to point C, you're going to need a consultant. You're going to need yeah. coaches to get you to that next level. But it does a great job of getting you from A to B. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. it was a couple weeks ago. I have a brand new, uh, I have a, brand new handyman that does all sorts of work for me. The guy's just a rock star. Uh, he did not go to college, but just very smart kid. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Been doing all sorts of projects for me. And I was, I said, so he's like, hey, Eric, I can't work for you next week. I'm like, well, okay, awesome, that's fine. And he's always a man of his word. I'm like, well, where are you going? He goes, I'm going on vacation with my wife and we're going to California. I mean, he goes, we're going to Texas. I'm like, why are you going to Texas, man? Mm -hmm. Well, there's this Entree Leadership Conference. Uh, yeah, and sure, here's this guy, sure. he's probably like 21 years old. Yep. His wife just got her salon degree or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm, She's running mm -hmm. her own salon business. Mm -hmm. They came across this book, mm -hmm. and the two of them are knocking it out of the park. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, they're young, in love, newlyweds, starting their own business. This is the perfect uh, book. And even, you know, we'll get into this in the coming weeks because this is just the book review. Next week, we're going to talk how you apply it to business. And then mm -hmm. third podcast is mm -hmm. how to apply it to our life application. Mm -hmm. So just as you skim the book yep. or as you read the book, what I like about the book is it literally hits business 101 from point A to point Z. Mm -hmm. What what was the best thing? If you if you were starting your own business, let's say 10 years ago, mm-hmm, and you didn't have your masters and all that we, you have your masters and what right. what would have stuck out to you the most and say hey that would have been really really helpful you know i had a few things i thought were um 
really helpful. One of the things I thought was really interesting in there was um, having the humility as a leader to recognize that the problem is you, mm-hmm. right? The limitation is you, the leader. And I think that's particularly helpful because I've worked with a lot of clients who either one, don't realize that, or by the time they realize it, it's too late. And whether they realize it or not, one, almost in, uh, would say consistently a common theme for those who are in that CEO seat is it's a lonely seat. It's a very lonely seat. Mm-hmm. It's a hard seat to be in. And it's not, and, and there's reasons why the problems, that I can't tell you how many problems I've found in organizations. This goes churches, nonprofits, for profits, doesn't matter, right? When you sense a problem in an organization and you start not digging in on the problem, but you sort of start trying to feel out the tracer through the, like, where's this coming from? Almost always it's the CEO, mm-hmm. 98% of the time. Something, it could be indirect. But you can follow it all the way to that CEO seat or a CEO decision that has legacy reverberations that they didn't see coming mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, I could give you example after example after example. So I thought that was probably the most interesting one in just the sense that um, the sooner you recognize that you're the problem and the sooner you recognize that the more you invest in your own ability to overcome your own deficiencies... <laughs> the sooner you're going to... So that's where the investment's worth it in terms of a coach or training or the Entree Leadership Mm -hmm. Conference or a number of other things or books, reading books. Because you you can only lead people as high as you are. So let's just say on a scale of 1 to 10, you're a 4 leader or a 5 leader. It doesn't even matter where you're at. You can only lead people up to your personal level. Now, what's hard is you might have a great business idea and you grow it Mm -hmm. and it's going to work up to the level that you have that idea. But then you come to a point where I need to scale. I need to get a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you do that if you're the top, if you're the top dog in your organization or if you learned all that you can from those around you? Right, right. No, and and that's where, you know, he gives a lot of tips around time management and training. And there's a bunch of ways he sort of as you work through that. But I think that, that, that uh, most most organizations are sort of stuck at the um, top capacity of their particular leader, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that that's just, um, it's consistent. I mean, yeah, we could talk about it. Sure and when, when I was young in my yeah. 20s, I, you know, I, I got things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're going to do A, then B, then C. And Things just kept going wrong. And I was like, why do things keep going wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, he says in his book, you know, there, business is easy until people get involved. Oh, gosh, yes. You could have yeah. the most perfect idea. Yeah. Once people get involved, whether it be through their incompetence or their family or just weird stuff happening in life. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. And I would get frustrated beyond all get out. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, there are going to be problems and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. going to work through them. We have our goal. He has an entire chapter based on, hey, you start with a dream, but you end up with a goal. Where's our business going in one year, mm-hmm. three years, five years? We've had many mm-hmm. podcasts on mm-hmm. goals. And the thing I like about this is he just makes it very simple. It, it's A, then B, then C. This is not going to be your entire strat plan for your business. But for someone that does not have a business degree yeah. or you've never, it's just going to get you from point A to Z a large overview of where you're taking your company. Yeah. No, it gives you a good, good, good grounding for sure. Again, if you're starting a small business, if you're early in the entrepreneurial journey, 
if you haven't been to school and don't want to go to school right now, you know, it sort of gets you that grounding, even though it's not complete replacement for it. I mean, there's lots of other benefits to MBA school I could talk about, but that's mm-hmm. not what this podcast is about. But the um, <clears throat> it's a very helpful um, perspective. It helps talk through a lot of things. Like people are not natural. Like I appreciate that he recognizes people aren't usually naturally inclined to coming up with translating a dream to a vision, a vision to a mission, a mission to values, values to how then you spend your time. Um, th- these are foreign concepts for most mm-hmm. people. Right? Oh, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I also like about the book, he hits, I mean, there are main, main things such as uh, encouraging others. How do you hire people? But then he even has a chapter on like three things successful people never skip. And he's talking about contracts, vendors, and collections. And just mm-hmm. a run of the mill, because we're always so big into leadership and this mm-hmm. and that. But I've learned a lot from him. How do I sign my contracts? Mm-hmm. When do I go to a lawyer? When do I not go to a lawyer? Mm-hmm. When is uh, even working with vendors? Because our business buys millions and millions of dollars a year in durable medical equipment. Do we go with the cheapest wheelchair on the market? Do we go with the most expensive wheelchair mm-hmm. in the market? Because there are a lot of things that come into play. Actually, to this day, I've never read another mass-produced business book that talks about vendors. Mm. And I and what he says is, um, with vendors, number one is trust. You've got to trust your vendor. Mm-hmm. Is it is there yes going to be a yes? Is there no? I've had many people say, "Hey, I'm going to give you a great deal on this," and it is for three months, and then I hand it off to my purchaser, and then they change the. Mm-hmm. pricing on our business. Mm-hmm. I can't trust that vendor. And he talks a lot about trust, but then there's also the quality of what we're buying. Mm-hmm. And then price does come into play. You have to have all three of those. And he talks about those three components in working with vendors. And we know a business strategy, but I've seen many businesses go out of business because they have the wrong price or they can't grab what they need for inventory. Things yeah. like that absolutely fascinating with this book yeah what did you think about so here's a question for you that i had about this book speaking of that is one of the things and i I will be admit i am a skeptic one of the things i have about his uh curriculum financial peace university related to this Mm because he you know so those who don't know dave has a big background in financial counseling and big business when i picked this up my my initial skepticism was that i find financial peace university to be overly prescriptive Right. Oh it's yeah, they're exceedingly seven, they're prescriptive. Seven steps, right, it's very you gotta like, do it. Eight yeah, and, he, and if you call into his show, he's very much like you gotta do da, 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 da. and like those aren't wrong, but they're not the only way either, mm-hmm. right? And so I always found that a little bit like off-putting because it was I thought there was some other ways to do it, but anyhow, um, maybe that's because I'm a consultant. But <laughs> anyhow, I I was reading the book sort of with that lens of trying to figure out. And I'd be curious what you thought about it from a, where was it helpfully prescriptive? Where was it overly prescriptive? Speaking like vendors and contracts, and because there's probably some very prescriptive ways to give you counsel, but there's probably other ways that I suspect, given his other materials, okay. he probably has a So I would say it. the most helpful prescriptive yeah. that comes out of this book mm-hmm. is, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. but I'm also a Christian running a business in Washington State, which is one of the most liberal states in the United States. Right. And for me, it really, really helped me. How can I run a business in a God-fearing, God-honoring way? Um, We're not a Christian business. And so he really ties in really good, strong biblical concepts. And he is spot on. I I know he is a a Christian. He also has a staff that keeps him pointed in the right direction. 
Now, where is it not helpful? Um, it is just an overview of a book, and I think even he would say that. Mm -hmm. You can't talk about an entire business in, I don't know, what's this book? It's not, it's not that big. Well, actually, it is it's big. It's 300 pages. 300, and the thick pages, too. I've, I've seen yeah. much less thick pages. So, you know, where is it not helpful? <laughs> yeah. It's just a brief overview. Yeah. And so, and I, he would even say, you should not run your entire business based on one book. This is the overview. It gets yeah, yeah, you yeah. started. And that's where, and I wouldn't even say I have a problem with it. It's a great uh, business 101 uh, if you want to run a great, great business. Yeah. And I know a lot of people will pick on Dave for his, oh, never use finance, never use debt, never use. Um, I think Dave's right, though. Oh, I don't and, think he's and, wrong. And, I think and, it's just and, more narrow in times than it has well, it, to be. It's very, yeah, it's very, very, very narrow. narrow. Yeah, but yeah, even yeah. to that, we don't. Our business doesn't take out any debt, with the exception of our buildings. Just like if you were, you know, he right. would say, uh, don't use any credit cards until, uh, unless you know, unless we're a fifteen-year purchase on your house. Our business has done that, and it has been so freeing for our business because I don't have to worry. Oh, the finances financing is coming due on this or what if the government does this yeah um, it's been really really helpful for our business yeah um, and even when I look back when I haven't followed his curriculum to the T we've taken a little bit of debt here a little bit of debt here um, even if it worked out it didn't feel good yeah it's kind of like the little lie that kind of gets you forward but you don't feel good and so the more I look at what he's teaching I'm like he's spot on mm -hmm. in my Humble opinion. I know we yeah. would disagree on yeah, that. Well, no, but no. That's where I see it working and not working. Well, and I think what what I where I think he would agree is it's back to I think, can't remember who you said said this, but we talk a lot about this on the podcast. The hungry, humble, smart. Yeah, that's Lencioni out of the advantage. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. you. And I think one of the things I was struck by was he's, and this is a compliment today. He's incredibly successful, therefore he's incredibly confident. And so the way he portrays the material is sort of like, hey, this is the way to do it, mm -hmm. which again, not wrong. But what I would say to people who are listening to it, it's probably a good first book to read. Oh, absolutely. But to the importance of staying hungry and um, being able to continue to find additional resources to build your skill set and your mm -hmm. strengths, right? Because um, you can't, as much as all, in, those of us like me like to check the box, would love to just read a book and know everything, right? This is a good first step. But don't it only is. read this book, right? It's, it's a oh, great absolutely. book, and, and then would... keep going, right? That's mm -hmm. that's I think and the same thing for financial peace, probably too, right? Great book to get you grounded, get you out of debt, get you going in the right direction, but don't stop managing your finances afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm sure he would say the same thing. The funny thing is, you know, I don't on a typical year I'll go through about forty books. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of overlapping of um, oh sure of ideas from book to book to book. But I think you're unique. I think a lot I of busy executives want to go to like an entree leadership conference and then not have to do it ever again, right? Oh, absolutely. It, I mean, I could be and wrong. And it will. But. And, you know, it's definitely going to help. Do go to it. But yeah. it's, you have to practice it because like any yeah. concept, there's like, hey, I learned the material. Mm -hmm. But what does it look like uh, as, as one of his chapters just flat out says, how do you catch your employees doing good? Mm -hmm. That takes practice. Mm -hmm. And how do I catch, you know, the way you greeted Mrs. Smith as she walked in the door, that was top notch. Mm -hmm. But it, that takes practice instead of just like, you're doing good. Right. There's a difference there. And yeah. he talks a lot about how just the nitty gritty, A, then B, then C. And now this is also where intellectual, just knowing the stuff 
ties into actually practicing and where coaching and consulting come in. Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to do it, just like you. We can talk about basketball, but shooting the free throw, shooting the lands with the opposite hand. What does that look like? Yeah, no, I think that, I mean that's that makes a lot of sense. The um, <clears throat> so I think that that's my encouragement. Sort of book review here, my summary at least is is thinking about it from the lens of hey, you've learned a lot. It's a great book. We'll talk about some life applications certainly soon, or some use cases, excuse me. Um, but then really trying to think about what, what are those next, the deeper stuff that you got to just keep digging mm-hmm. in, right? So leaders got to be, I think, time management, right? I think one of the things he didn't talk about in time management, for example, was the importance of leaders having margin, right? Oh, absolutely. And so the margin to keep learning. Like he talked about how busy his calendar was and how full his day was. And I was thinking, gosh, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I wish, I wish he could find a way to have even more margin for his life to be, and I'm sure he does this probably, mm-hmm. but, you know, he didn't talk about it, at least in the parts that I was able to get through, but, you know, having that margin to read the next book, having that margin to be thinking ahead, having that margin to be, you know, informally coaching, having that margin to walk the halls, having that margin, like, he did some of it, but it was... Mm-hmm. It could, and I think he does do that. He probably he just does. Did not yeah, it just didn't come through. Yeah. But next week, we're going to talk business application for this book. And the fascinating thing is we actually, he doesn't talk about it in the book, but in there, um, a number of years ago, we paid for two years of his entree leadership training at our business. So we mm-hmm. even use his entire hiring practice and to the point of how many interviews our company uh, uses to what we ask of our employee or team members. And one thing that happened, we, we thought we had this stud team member hired last week and he asks all of his team members for one thing, and I'll talk about this next week, and we do the same thing too. When we ask this future team member who was supposed to start this week of what Dave asked his team, the person immediately yelled at us over email and, well, quit. So I'll talk about that next wow. week. Wow. Well, and I shouldn't say they quit. They never started They never the started. They, okay. And I'll tell you the email. But they didn't that ghost said, you at least. No, they didn't ghost us. They happen. were mad. And That you asked them about entree leadership. Uh, I asked them something that comes up in Entree Leadership that Dave uh-huh. asked his entire team. Got it. So we'll talk about this next, next week. week. And but it's and I said, and I'll tell you what I told my CEO because they're like, what happened? This person got really, really mad at us. All I did was what Dave told us to do. And we'll see, hey, is, was that a good idea or not? Let's talk about it next week. But next week, we'll talk, hey, business application of Entree Leadership. Yep. But if you haven't, between now and then, hey, we'll post, uh, we'll post this uh, book on Amazon or even Dave's website. You can buy it directly from I think his group's company is called Lampo Group or whatever it's, whatever it's called. You can buy it there. Um, do buy the book Entree Leadership. It's like the best 10 to $25 you can spend on your book, uh, on yourself, um, you know, and get just business 101 if you haven't read it yet. But until then. Sounds good. Next week. Yep. Until right. then, reach out to us on theconsultantofthecoach.com. And uh, whatever platform you're listening to this, whether it be Apple Podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, do please hit the subscribe button so more people see this content. Until then, see you guys. Take care.